Hi folks, and welcome to D&D Major. Welcome back to D&D Major. I am Gina, and I'm going to be your DM today, and I am joined by... Hey guys, I'm Allison. I'll be playing Farlina, the tiefling sorcerer. I'm Evan. I'll be playing Valen, the high elf rogue. I'm Gus. I'll be playing Tybalt, a human druid. This is Victor. I'll be playing the half-elf cleric, Tamir. All right. Let's get right into it. The air is thick with stone dust and muffled, panted moans of pain. To your back lies a wall of crumbled rubble from the collapsed ceiling above, and you know that buried under the weight of it are the bodies of people who, until recently, sat in a judgment chamber with you far, far above. Your side of the hall is lit in harsh contrast by the geometric torch Tamir propped against the fallen stone, which casts dark shadows on the sweating, harried faces of the regent and the few other survivors scattered about you. With a clatter and a scattering of dust, a few more rocks fall from overhead. What do you do? Um, I think Valen and I were stand- trying to like stand between Tybalt. Is mm-hmm. that right? Um, so um, yeah. Tybalt was on the ground. Jonathan, uh, the regent, whose name I hadn't said until right now, but the <laughs> regent had sort of found his feet a little bit, although he's obviously not putting pressure on the foot that was crushed. Uh, He took a potion and he sort of breathlessly has said that you likely are not going to be able to escape without his help. I at least want to like take a look around here because Mm -hmm. I realize I haven't really fully taken in my surroundings. Mm -hmm. So go ahead and roll a perception check. I'm not great at that, but we'll do it. (laughs) Mm -mm, Four. Okay. Uh, There are rocks. (laughs) There are a lot of rocks. So um, (laughs) on one side, you can see the large pile of rubble that collapsed in from the ceiling and also the the floor of the original room from which you fell. It is mostly blocking the hallway. You can see a little bit of like space between the rocks near the top. And you can also hear muffled voices coming from the other side. They're sort of pants and some low moaning. It seems like there's probably injured on that side as well. And there are you know, injured folks on your side. Just to recap, in addition to the four of you, there is the regent, there is the very injured body of the magistrar, there is Lady Opreed, who is a young noblewoman who is partially caught under the rubble but seems otherwise mostly unharmed, uh, and two others, uh, which you have not taken time to meet yet. Other than that, you can't get a very good look at your surroundings right now. You know, your blood is pumping. There's panic sort of streaking through your veins. It's hard to pay attention to anything after after something calamitous like that. Yeah, I'm going to still keep to produce flames going, like, in my hands to light things and to, like, keep threat up, I guess. (laughs) No, absolutely. And and typically you feel the heat on either side of your face sort of looking up and looming above you is this female tiefling whose face is cast in very sharp shadow as fire flickers off of her hands. Well, are, are you going to execute me or help me out or what, what are you <laughs> doing here? Execute you. Just don't try anything, okay? Will you will you help me out at the very least? Sure, and I offer him a hand with a produce flame on it. Haha, <laughs> 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 very funny. I get it. And I whiff it out and I guess pl- is he tied? Yeah, up? Still so he's still he's, he's still, still uh, manacled. So he has... I'm just going to pull him up by the manacles. Okay. All right. That's it. Um, uh, I assume it's like behind my back. 
I can't remember whether you'd gotten your hands in front of you. I don't think you had. I think you yeah, were still sort of crawling along so. on the floor. So yeah. yes, your hands are still behind your back. Okay. Yeah. And I'll just like, yeah, I'll get behind him and I'll lift him up by like the manacles and get him to his feet. Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh. You sort of find yourself tilting forward, Tibble, but Farlina grabs sort of the scruff of your back, your clothes as well, and heaves you to your feet. Uh, you're not very steady because you are still manacled, but you are standing now, which is a good step. And when I let go, I like get another flame back up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Just in both of my hands. Yeah. And I'll just, I don't know. I think I'll go over to, so is the regent, he's standing up. Like he's out now. So the regent had braced himself against uh, some of the rubble and you can see he's sort of trying to, to climb to his feet. He has replaced the package um, that was at his side that contained the potion, sort of reattaching it to his belt. And he's also unhooked some of the cloth around his waist and seems to be trying to consider whether or not it's a good idea to try to wrap his foot at this stage. Yeah. He kind of reaches down, starts to mess with his boot, and what little color that had, you know, returned to his face just vanishes, and he, he swoons against the wall um, and barely catches himself against it. So Oof. so I'm with him, I believe. Mm -hmm. And I'll, I'll just ask him, um, would you like me to take a look? No magic. Yes, I would appreciate it. I, I don't know whether I can take my boot off at this exact moment. Um, and maybe this is not the best time. If we are where I think we are, there should be some place we can rest nearby. Would you like to tell us where we are right now? Because we were in the castle and from what I can tell, we are not in the castle anymore. Technically, we we're below the castle. Okay. We're just very far below the castle. What exactly do you mean by that? And he sort of looks away from you and looks over at the pile of rubble. He's listening to the voices that are whispering their way through. They're muffled. You can't really pick out words. But he's got this, this considering look and he's staring at it. Do you think it's worth trying to, to get to the other side? I Look, the, the easiest exit is that way. And he gestures towards the, the collapsed rubble. There's a way, I think, to get you out the other way. But if we... I wouldn't want to exhaust this option first. So I'd either like to look at his foot okay. <laughs> or I'd like to examine the rubble to see if I think it's worth moving. Which would you I like to do? Because I have moved rubble. I'll, I'll look at his foot. I've already offered. Okay. Um, so, so you kneel down while he's kind of looking I'll that way. I'll be careful. Go ahead and make a medicine check. All right. Uh, 14. Okay. You sort of start gesturing towards uh, his, his foot and he, he looks down. You can see that his pant leg is, is torn pretty thoroughly around where it was buried. It's still together enough that he you have to kind of like very gently pull it free of his boot. And again, he like he just barks out like a deep, low guttural whimper, but he stands still gripping uh, against the wall as you, you pull the pant leg free. There's a lot of swelling around where his boot is. You think that you could probably cut the boot off or get it off some way, but just pulling it is going to be a problem. Maybe later. Yeah. Uh, I'll just offer him a shoulder then. Okay. <laughs> we can hobble around. <laughs> and he takes it. He, like, when he sees your offering, he grabs onto your, your far shoulder and puts a lot of weight on you. I know he mentioned the rubble, but I actually want to like get my flames out or keep my flames out and move around and sort of away from it to look in the other direction and just like, are there walls here? Can I go and look around at those? I think there were like runes or something like around 
I just want to go like investigate that. So you're in a roughly 15 by 15 hallway, uh, foot hallway. Okay. Um, so it's wide and it's tall. It's definitely constructed. This is not rough cave. Okay. There's beautiful stonework along the, the walls, but very, very old. The kind where you can see the craftsmen like work in the design and the shaping of it. Even the colors seem to be um, like offset where there's uh, diagonal lines of like dark and then light stone. But the stone is very old. Even the like the, the caulking between the stones has faded and dissolved almost into the stonework. So it looks like this would have once been very beautiful, but that was a very long time ago. There are runes that are carved into the edges of the hallway. Some of these, for lack of a better way of putting it, they look very old, but they look like they've been renewed or at least seen to sometime soon. Right. Old stone, but clearly recarved, and there's a very faint light coming from them. Does any of that mean anything to me? Uh, you can make an arcana check. Okay. 17. Okay. That's pretty good. Yes, actually, especially to you. Shit. The, <laughs> the rune work here is not something you would have seen with any frequency, uh, but it is something that sort of scratches at a memory in the, the back of your mind. And you know, at one point when you were visiting a nearby city in Viltfer, your home, it was a much older city. It's a city that predated where you live and the shield work on that city was much more dated and less precise. Uh, it's actually sort of part of the reason that that city had mostly been vacated. Mm -hmm. There's only very, very old families still living there. And built into the shield pylons that surround the city was this carved runic work. So it looks like it's some sort of shielding magic. Mm. <laughs> All right. And... When I see that, I'm just going to like throw my hands up a bit and like throw my flames out and go, well, this is just great. This is just bullshit. You have this bullshit okay. here as oh, well. Okay, okay. Ugh. And I'm just gonna start like pacing around a bit and like looking around and just being really frustrated. Okay. Yeah. You push your way sort of as you're pacing past the other two uh, individuals that are in this hallway. One is a probably middle-aged female dwarf who is seeing to the other who's on the ground. Uh, the dwarf looks pretty much unharmed for the most part. Little scuffs on her jacket and a, a slight bleeding cut on her forehead, uh, but otherwise she looks like she's all right. Um, and she's seeing to a probably half-elven figure that's slumped against the, the wall. This figure looks leery, for lack of a better way of putting it. They look injured, but more they look unfocused. Their eyes kind of clouded, looking to the side, and, and the dwarf watches you as you pace around, flinching away from your fire a little bit, before she tries to, to get this uh, half-elven figure to his feet. The figure finds his feet, stumbles to it, stands and sways in the middle of the hallway, and then begins to walk towards the rubble. The dwarf sort of backing away, throwing her hands up, pleased to see this person find their feet, but otherwise kind of now dissociating from them. The half-elf walks one step, stumbling into another, rocking from side to side as they make their way towards the rubble. As they sort of lift their hand up towards the rubble, looking like they're about to maybe try to push their way through, it's an instant. There's no warning rumble. There's no warning anything. Suddenly, there's a rock where this guy was. It slams into the ground with unbelievable force, considering it didn't come from anywhere. You didn't see a rock fall. You saw nothing. 
and then it was what? just there. Nope. You feel the, the ground almost retroactively begin to sway and swell beneath you, the same sort of feeling that you felt above. And in addition to this rock, you see these pieces of glass-like material, this orange glass raining from nowhere above your head, probably about five feet above the hole in the ceiling where you believed you fell. This is no longer a safe hallway. And you can hear a piercing scream from the, the young Opreed woman as basically a foot away from her, somebody just gets crushed. And she's she's desperately kicking at the, the rock that has her foot trapped. It's not moving and she's just in a panic. The the regent, you can feel like basically <laughs> made my assessment. shaking on top of uh, your, it's time your shoulder. To go. Yeah. <laughs> I'll run over to Lady O'Preed now. Okay. Just sort of... I'll go with you. Okay. So. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try and start pulling um, her out. I'm like, come on, let's get up. We have to get out of here. So well, it's... this is all happening. Can I search the magister for the keys for my handcuffs? Because I still, I still am cuffed. <laughs> How are you going to search? She's... Yeah, your hands are behind your Oh, your right, back. she's behind. Yeah, yeah. So is we're going to get dead? to that. Okay. <laughs> you guys haven't checked okay, out wait, wait. So wait, let me... There's, okay, so okay, there's order the five, of operations. There's yeah, the yeah. five other people and the four of us. Is that everybody? That is everybody On you've this seen. Side. Oh, sorry, you've four seen... people now. Yeah, you've seen... Exactly. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> you've seen the evidence of, of other crushed people beneath the initial that's collapse, the but that's the crew. Okay. Yeah. I, all right. Okay, go. so order somebody of else, somebody else go. <laughs> you guys are going to deal with uh, Lady O'Preet, so yes. let's yeah, deal sorry. with that, that first. So you rush around this huge chunk of stone that's now in the middle of the floor. You can see blood and viscera pooling out from beneath it and you sort of feel your boots slushing through it as you get over to Lady O'Preed, who's just feral. She's just kicking and screaming and clawing. There's, it looks like three rocks sort of pinning her foot and she's just not been able to dislodge any of them. Again, she doesn't seem like she's overly injured, but she's not getting free. So I need both of you to make um, athletics checks together, unless you want one of you to help and give advantage to the other. Well, I have negative one on Who's the beefiest? Athletics, I so. have negative one also. Uh, <laughs> I'm so proud of you. I think you guys Wait, is that the together. whole party? I think we roll together. Oh, no. Are we no, I have. Tibbled is okay. Wow, the change man is strong. If only you'd helped me get out of my manacles, I could help with I, too, have a minus one. Shit. All right, well, let's roll together. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, 13. 18. Okay, all right. So together, all that. one of you desperately trying to pry off one rock and uh, the other one of you trying to reach underneath that slightly elevated stone to remove one of the others that had pinned Lady O'Preed's foot. As you're doing this, you sort of feel the stones give and Lady O'Preed manages to scramble out of the way as the three stones collapse in on each other. She's sitting sort of with her back braced against the floor, panting and wheezing and looking at where she was just stuck a moment ago. And then she flips over and just darts down the hallway. Um, she's just got, she's, she's got a lot of panic energy <laughs> built up and she's just going, yeah. And then is the Magistar close to her? The Magistar is on the, it's, she's sort of slumped on the same wall near where Lady O'Preed was penned. The Magistrar has a stone on top of her chest. She's, like, you can go check her. I'll go check. Can I also go and try and, like, dislodge the stone a little bit? Yeah. So both of you are going to the Magistrar at once. You to try to get the keys and maybe dislodge the stone. Tybalt and you, Farlina, to check how she is. So you both run over to her. Farlina, go ahead and make a medicine check. Okay. 
It's a natural one uh, with a negative one, so it's a zero. <laughs> I am not is, skilled. Is this a body? <laughs> not um, skilled at all. The Magistar certainly was living at some point recently, and at this point it's hard to tell. If she, even if she is alive, she is damaged beyond belief. But you, uh, Tybalt, run or <laughs> kind of waddle. waddle over to her and sort of lean against the stone wall mm-hmm. above her, trying to assess the best way to maybe get this this stone off of her. Is I it... don't know what you can do. To I, so it's okay. Fool, get out of here. <laughs> and I'm gonna hobble with the region onto the hallway. As you sort of do that, you can hear behind you crashing on the side of the hallway that none of you are standing on currently. Another large stone followed by a bunch of um, small debris falling from the ceiling and Shit. the floor sloshes again. I'm just gonna um, rifle through pockets. Yeah, uh, and I'll, I'll just yell. I'll just yell yeah. after him. Asshole, help me out! Because uh, I don't, I don't, I can't tell if she's. I think she's dead. Yeah. So I'm gonna see if there, if there's anything I can extract from that. Okay, make an investigation check. Okay. Uh, 14. Okay. You rifle through her pockets. You find a, a series of files that you don't recognize. And then buried in like a, a small pouch attached to her hip is a set of keys. So you do manage to find it's got three keys attached to it. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll grab those and I'll grab a vial of something. Um, okay. I don't, I'm not even really looking. I'm Mark down that. a vial. I'd like to just look in the rubble and see if I see Westrich's body anywhere. anywhere. Okay, make a perception check. Because I'm assuming you're not actively digging through the rubble. You're just looking to see what's there. 19. Okay. Deal. You scan behind you as the floor continues to slosh back and forth, looking at the bodies that are pinned underneath the rubble, and you don't see anything immediately recognizable. There's flashes, there's people in clothes that you think you recognize from the balcony, but none of them appears to be Westridge. Okay. Alright, and I'm just gonna continue moving with everyone else, and I say, we have to go! Let's go now! We need to move out of here! I guess I just follow and just, I'm just cursing up a just blue cloud around me just yelling at assholes. Um, and I'll deal I, with you in a minute. I'll, I'll go over to Or actually, Tybalt. quick question though, was yeah. I able, was Tybalt able to get the rock off the magistrate? I, I wasn't sure you were actually trying because yeah, yeah, I was. I was. Your, your yeah. back. It was like, even, even like, He's even feet, it. yeah. Just anything. Okay. Retroactively. He wants okay. her to die more slowly. Um, let me uh, see. Uh, well, not exactly. But... <laughs> Let's go ahead and say, make just a general strength check at disadvantage. Okay. <laughs> um, oof, nice. Not so nice. Uh, five. Okay. Oh, All right. Yeah, I no. mean, you, you try to, like, pin your back against the wall so that you can get as much leverage as possible with one of your, your bound legs, but it's, it's just not, you yeah. can't. Yeah, move yeah. anything. Makes yeah. sense. And then sort of final, so briefly, like, they had some of my gear, like there was a staff. Mm-hmm. or Yeah, is, is that available? So, yes, it, okay. some of that had fallen near you. There is your clothes and no. your staff that had fallen nearby. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can try can to Can I get... try to pick it up before I leave? Yes. <laughs> you could ask me to get it. Yeah, I assume I would have asked you to get it. No, you're just cursing at me. (laughs) You're not helping you. you. Would you like me to help you? I would love that. You hobble over towards uh, your stuff. (laughs) And it's really sad. Everybody sort of is watching. And also, again, the floor is still swaying from side to side. You can feel... um, like not just the the rocks that are appearing from thin air, but even the the walls of this hallway you're in start to feel a little structurally unstable. Mm-hmm. 
but anyway, you you see Tybalt sort of hobble over to his stuff and gesture at it despairingly. Help help me out. Can somebody grab this? I'm going to be useless unless you do this. I'll grab it. Okay. Thank you. One of these one of these assholes finally will help me out. <laughs> you turn away from the the rubble and sort of tear by Tybalt, picking up his stuff, shoveling it into your arms and just continue um, running down the, the hallway. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're at half speed. <laughs> <laughs> so are you all moving down down the hall? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm yep. going, and I'm trying to like move people along as well. Okay. Um, I'll throw a flame back up. Torch out. Yeah. So you have the torch out, and you have the region on your, your other shoulder. So two of you are at half speed, or three, I guess, the mm-hmm. regent, you, Tamir, and you, Tybalt. So I'm going to have all of you roll dexterity checks. All right. Okay. Not awful. Oh, 16. No. 16. 14. 16, actually. All right. That uh, was pretty guys. good. 14 for me. You're not slow. You, you're not slow. Oh, you're it's fine. Not me. Oh, okay. Um, never mind. So you just dart out of the, the hallway, and the, the hallway actually takes a pretty hard right pretty quickly. Um, so you sort of skid to um, a, a stop and then begin taking, your, taking off in the new direction. Uh, for those that are slowed, everything above you just feels strange. There's this odd, almost like tinnitus type humming to the air where you can't quite focus every time there's not noise. It's almost worse because it's very distracting and strange. There's sort of this popping static noise and then a crash of this large sheet of strange orange glass falls between uh, the three of you. Tamir, you and the regent throw yourselves to the side and catch on the wall and manage to dodge out of it. You, Tibble, too, manage to avoid it, but on the other side of the hallway. And you, not losing any momentum, just continue to make your way um, down and make a right into what looks like a, a small chamber. Much like the, the rest of the hallway, it's very old, um, so there's not much here. Anything that was here probably rotted away long ago. Uh, there's metal fasteners up on the walls that look like hooks of some sort that maybe either held shelves or cloth or something of that nature. And then in front of you is a large door panel. It's a single smooth sheet of metal of some sort. And because of the earthquake or the rocking or whatever it's going on, it's dislodged a little bit from its track. You can see to the side of it, there's a strange panel cut into the wall with a hexagonal symbol, but there's like a crack of maybe three to four inches between the door and its jam currently. You all find yourself in this little space. So now that, uh, now things have calmed down a little bit. They have not they calmed have down. down. Let's keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this place is falling apart above us. Um, and you can um, see the magister, uh, or not the magister. Uh, she's yeah. dead. The regent. <laughs> oh, she's sorry. She's what? dead now. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, the regent is desperately patting at his, like, his side in his pockets. And he makes this very displeased, almost snarl and looks at the door. And he's like, I can't open that at the moment. Somebody help um to valen i'm gonna say here you go it's your turn i'm gonna give him my crowbar okay (laughs) you got it. all right i'll give it a go okay i think the female dwarf runs over and it's like let let me help however i can can she like assist me or sure she can give you uh she she can give you advantage on your i guess you already had an advantage but it's yeah (laughs) advantage 
on advantage. <laughs> Double advantage. Double no, advantage. that's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. She's, just gonna, she's there to help. Or you can have her do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll give her the crowbar. I'll give her the crowbar, and we will do it together. Okay. So she's going to make the, the check with advantage now that she has it. Okay. It, is there anything better than minus one? Uh, that's a 15, uh, which is good enough. So um, she gets the crowbar and sort of lodges it in the V between the stuck door and the jam and just basically throws her entire weight into it. You are sort of bracing the door to try to pop it back into its spot. It's it's a sliding door and it's a little strange. It seems to like go into the wall on the other side. So you manage to sort of kick it back into place as she's throwing all of her weight into trying to pop it free. And with a not very nice sounding scrape of metal on stone. It doesn't fully go back into where it's supposed to be, but she, you both manage to free up a slot between the door and the jam that's probably about two to three feet wide. Um, that's enough space for you all to, to clamber through. Okay. okay. Uh, and I'll just keep moving people through, but I'm also going to be moving through as well. Okay. Yeah. You all manage to, to clamber your way through. Tamir, you going through first and then sort of helping the dragon through exactly as as he stumbles into to place and you find yourself in an incredible huge hall it looks like it might be maybe dwarvish of construction or maybe even draconic uh there's this incredible scale to the space in which you find yourself you look to your left and this space goes on and on it's probably about 50 to 60 feet across and incredibly tall. These beautiful columns spiraling up into the darkness of the ceiling. Similarly to the hallway, there is some light lighting in this space as a series of runes carve their way, not only along the edges of the space, but even in the interior. There seem to be grooves hollowed out of the floor, these foot-wide depressions into the floor that are surrounded by this beautiful runic magic. To your right, you see what looks like a large doorway, some sort of portcullis, but everything around it has been damaged and collapsed. Maybe there was once a tunnel on the other side that connected to the the hallway that you came from, but whatever was there, it's very, very sealed. And it's sealed to the point where it looks like it may have been intentional. This is not collapsed roof. This is not even air gaps in the, in the stone that blocks this large portcullis. Across the way, you see sort of a mirror of the room that you just pried your way out of. The door there is open and you can see what looks like, for those with dark vision, some sort of... There's definitely a room in there. You can see the, the shadowed outline of furniture. You can see the soft patterning of what looks like a rug but cut through the center of this large hall are those panes of orange glass. They're 20 feet tall and at least five to 10 feet wide. And they just bisect this huge space. You can see air above them. They they aren't blocking the entire room, but they are shattered and scattered throughout this hall. Um, I'll, I'll address the regent. Is this the safe space we were looking for? There's, well, so long as this doesn't collapse in on us, but the construction here should be better, at least away from from 
the crack. Um, Do you know why this is happening? Why all of this is falling apart? And he he extends a, a shaking hand towards the the room on the other side. Says there for for those that are injured, that's probably the best place to go. That's our camp. I'll I'll explain as much as I can in a moment, please. And and he's just shaking, full body shaking. He looks like he may not retain consciousness for much longer. Okay. Is there a path through the room, or is it there's all panels? So the panels extend through the hall to the left. It looks like you could probably make your way through if you were very careful, but they they do block a lot of the path. Between you and the the door in front of you to the the mirrored room on the other side, there does not appear to be much obstruction. Okay. Okay. As we're moving through, what is... Wait, yeah, before we start, though, can I try and corner Forlina to try and get her to unlock (laughs) me? Uh, Yes. (laughs) You do still feel the the slight sloshing of the earth, but strangely, it's just a lot less noticeable as soon as you enter this hall. Maybe it's the construction, it's hard to tell, but you sense that that's still going on, but it seems less pressing um, as soon as you enter here. Uh, I know I've been going on a little bit, little bit strong about this, but I would really appreciate it if uh, you would help me out here. Apologize, apologize for the language earlier. You know, it's... Uh... How about then this? I will unlock your hands, you will use them appropriately, and if you say so much as a foul word again, I will cauterize your mouth shut. So, are we agreed here? <sighs> I mean, that's that's an unfair deal. I mean, it's <laughs> it's it doesn't reflect well on you as a person to keep terms I like do that. Not but... care. You are <laughs> but I don't care. I agree, I agree. <laughs> if well, I, if I unfairly a... <laughs> political prisoner. <laughs> if I get a vote, I'd rather his legs be free and his arms bound. Are his legs not free right now? No, no he's not. Nothing is away. We still need to move. I will at least unlock his legs. <laughs> to be clear, it's not two manacles like. I know it's like together. Like yeah. There's a chain, so okay. like that's why you were your speed was lowered, but not <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, you shuffling. You know, flopping like a fish through the hallway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, maybe, maybe, maybe put my hands in front of me so I can carry my stuff. I mean, that that fine, that fine gentleman here is helping me out. But appreciate it, appreciate it. No worries. Alan least lo- unlock his legs. Um, can, you know. can we have this discussion like 60 feet away from here? Yes, how about we at least free your legs and we can run into the room where we will be safe. Is fine, it- fine. All right, and I'll do that. Um, you, you, you go ahead and uh, unlock the, the manacle on his legs. It takes a second try. The first key does not work. You're not entirely sure what the first key goes to, but you are able to unlock the manacles on his legs and they fall to the ground with a clank and a shimmer of chain. Okay. As you're doing this, the young Opreed woman almost dances her way through the door behind you and darts forward to the chamber ahead into where the, the room that the regent had mentioned. Okay, and then I'll be like, there, you at least have legs now, so let's use them and move into the room. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Okay. You all begin to make your way into this room in front of you. And unlike the rest of what you've seen, this has clearly been outfitted recently, but with traveler's gear, not with any sort of permanence. There's a carpet that's been laid along the stone floor. And in the corner, you can see two rolled up bedrolls as well as one that's unrolled, but also looks a little dusty, like maybe it's not been used in at least the past couple of days. There's a cabinet, a series of chairs, a very small sort of makeshift table, and what looks like a bamboo couch of some sort. Like, it's reed-constructed that's um, over in the corner. 
Lady Opreed has ducked into the corner by one of the rolled up bedrolls. And she's almost holding it to herself, braced against her side as she just plasters herself against the wall. And she's just kind of shivering. You also can see that she's she's tried to elevate her foot a little bit. It looks like maybe it did get mm. somewhat injured. She was able to walk on it and she's moving all right, but she doesn't seem entirely okay. Behind you is the dwarven woman. She's like three or four paces behind. Looks like she's just watching the pack a little bit. Anyway, you make your way in. So we're all in the room now? Mm-hmm. Okay. We'll keep an eye on... on on Tibble a little bit, but I'm actually going to go over to the, the Lady Opreed. Okay. And be like, are you okay? Are you, do you need anything? <sighs> um, <sighs> um, and she's just, she's just not. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to set up triage for the two of these. Um, so the, her and the regent down on bedrolls off their feet. Okay. I um, think we could all probably use a rest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I look in the cupboards and see if there's anything useful there? Sure, you go over to the cupboards. Make a perception check. Ten. Okay. <laughs> um, you pull on uh, one of the, the cupboard doors and it, it doesn't open. And you can see that, that it's a weird, slightly off-kilter cupboard. But you pull on the door, pull on it again. You see that there's sort of a, a crack and you put your fingers on it. And as you do, you feel this like burning kind of static shock on your hand. It doesn't deal damage to you, but you jump back like, yeah, that was unpleasant. Your fingers went to sleep. Yeah, and your hand is numb. It's got that, oh. like, you hit your funny bone kind oh, okay. of feel yeah, where yeah, your yeah. whole, like, that arm is a little dead. That drawer has sleep inside of it. <laughs> it might. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'll give up for now. Yeah. <laughs> um, Once bitten. Shocked by the, the drawer. <laughs> Rub your hand off. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, Tamir, you lay out the bedrolls and also prop the, the spare bedrolls up to sort of give them a little bit of support. The regent just goes willingly. He's like, yeah, all right, you've been helping me so far, so I'm good. And he, he just kind of collapses back. His breathing is shallow, but as he settles down and he, you know, the blood isn't rushing to his injured foot anymore, he seems to settle a little bit. And after a moment, it looks like uh, Lady Opreed starts to calm down a little bit. She just goes quiet, but at least she's not is there like, a, panting like hyperventilating. Is, yeah. there, is there a place where there was a fire? here does it look like they had a fire going or a fire pit or something um yes i was gonna say make a perception check but it's it's kind of like it's right there so yes there is sort of a a like a depression it doesn't look like it was initially made as a fire pit but they've been using it uh for one and it definitely seems serviceable okay i'll cast create bonfire there and create a little fire (laughs) just to like warm up (laughs) just instantly yeah oh thank you you do so and you notice at that moment just how cold it had been in this room um, as the heat sort of begins to to seep into the space as the space begins to feel just more alive and a little less terrifying you can still feel the slight swaying of the earth but even that seems to be calming down a little bit and the bonfire sort of seems to settle everyone okay I kind of awkwardly try and warm my hands by the fire, but they're still behind my back, so it's it's like a weird crouch Dang. thing. Such shade. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you want to make a dexterity check, we can see if you can get them in front of yeah, you. Yeah, I'll yeah, I'll do that now. Okay, let's go ahead and do that. Make a dexterity. Check. I'm watching him. Yeah. Uh, thirteen. Okay, it's not elegant, um, but you are able to like by sitting down and sort of like extending your arms out and using your now freed feet to sort of rock yourself uh get your your arms in front of you 
it kind of it pulls at your shoulder yeah, blade yeah. a little bit like when you're trying to put a shirt on and you kind <laughs> of like get your arms stuck a little bit but you know they're free now they're in front of you <laughs> and i chuckle and be like it's not as easy as it looks eh uh no it did that are you or as you think i mean do you want to put them on and try <laughs> <laughs> the set's available i just wanted to see you struggle for a moment that's all uh and i'll come over and i'll unlock his hands okay. oh yeah oh thank thank you i mean that was kind of kind of a weird way to start but uh <laughs> you know i appreciate the help you know it's it's just hard to trust a prisoner and possibly a, i don't know a a, a a bomber? Did you do this? Accused, accused. I was accused. <laughs> let's let's be let's be straight here. And I mean, y'all probably know my name, Tibble, but um, I'm a, I'm at a little disadvantage here in more ways than one. Rattle, rattle. You're unlocked now. I already unlocked. Oh, me. you unlocked me. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> you just rattle your chains. <laughs> Goes to Christmas past style. Yeah. I'll, I'll wrap myself in chains. I'll, uh, I'll come over. I'll give you my water skin and say, Tamir, are you gonna be nice now? Uh, of course. I mean, I, I would say I've always been nice. I mean, that's not true. Well, when you're face to face with the man that was about to I, order your death, I, I mix mix the blood kind of boil a little bit. And you, you hear know what I mean? kind of a la- like a raspy low laugh of like almost incredulity from across the hall. <laughs> the region is not participating in this, but he's still here. Yeah, so okay, still vaguely conscious. He <laughs> vaguely. Oh. <laughs> I, I'm not going to weigh in on your accusation. I just don't like you to yell at me. Oh, of course. Thank you. Thank you for the water. I think uh, we can we can sort of restart our relationship, and I think I, I think have we some will... things to do, but in a minute. <laughs> All right. Well, appreciate the water, and takes a big swig. Uh, and I go to my belt, and I I actually have a wineskin, so I'm going to take a swig from that. <laughs> time for that. Well, yeah. But also, like, kind of subtly put it away. I don't want to share it. <laughs> it's not <mine>. so nice. <laughs> yeah. Just for curiosity's sake, make a sleight of hand check. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> oh, passive perception is high. Yeah. <laughs> Six. <laughs> Everybody, Everybody sees you take saw. out a, a skin of some sort, drink out of it, and put it away. Um, and look duplicitous while doing it. <laughs> Whatever. Um. Can, can I go check out his foot again? Yes, absolutely. Can I, can I try and cut his boot off? Uh, yes, go ahead and make just a dexterity check. 20. All right, yeah. So you prop up his, his leg on one of the bedrolls. He just kind of stares down through barely open, cracked eyes at you as you begin cutting his boot off. And he screams as it's going on. Like, he, he's tried to keep it together, but this is incredibly painful for him but you are able to make this very quick. You cut through the the straps, pull them off, and in a very quick, steady motion, uh, take the boot off. And he's just, he kind of seems to dip out of consciousness for a brief moment. Whoops. And, and then he kind of like shakes himself back. It's it's only for like probably about 30 seconds, but oh, well, that's he just not a short amount of time. Yeah. Ooh, uh, Uh-oh. He's not, Uh-oh. guys, he's not looking wait, great. Wait, when he comes back. Yeah. Um, you're sure about the no magic? <laughs> he, he he just kind of nods his head, um, oh, and shit. you begin like looking at his um. I don't have a potion. <laughs> For what it's worth, it looks better than it could have been. You had probably been afraid that it was just crushed, crushed <laughs> like like mush, and it definitely looks like there there's some sort of somewhat compound fracture going on you can see sort of lacerations on his skin but it's not 
crushed. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. <laughs> Evan's hiding his face behind you. <laughs> you, don't, you, don't, you don't like medical triage? Yeah. <laughs> not, um, not so much. A crush would have okay, been something okay, okay, different. Okay. A crush Welcome to been D&D Major, different. the most accurate D&D podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Medically accurate. Yeah. <laughs> All right, now which of the smallest bones nope. in the foot? Okay. <laughs> yeah, is he bleeding a lot? Uh, Not really. Only a little bit. There's bleeding on his hand and there's there's the bleeding on his leg where it looks like maybe something's popping out. Uh, he was pulling fabric yeah. straps. Uh, I'll just rinse him with some wine that I have in my own wine skin. That I do share. <laughs> I might share later. And, and, and wrap him quick, but I'll leave him on the bedroll. He needs that most. Okay. He hisses at that. Yeah, um, well. But he's, I mean, he's not putting up a fight. He clearly, like, you can see that he's using every bit of what, like, composure he still has to let you do this, as opposed to, like, just fighting, uh, because it's it's hurting. But he does, and he collapses back against the, the bedroll and just breathes for a little bit oh, i'll take a that little was, that was a lot <laughs> i'll take a little sit in the corner of my own <laughs> for a little yeah. bit i'm yeah i'm gonna go over to um Balin and uh get my stuff back just <laughs> appreciate appreciate the help <laughs> i'll just give it to him don't know don't know what you're doing up there but you seem like a good folk i appreciate that i'll go over to the dwarven woman next um mm-hmm. and does she look like how's she doing she looks shaken like you all are but not nearly as rattled as like lady opreed or any anything like that i mean she she helped a man and then saw him get crushed so there's a certain amount of just like distance to her appearance right now but as you approach she she makes eye contact and nods at you um, and sort of pulls her coat a little closer to herself and i'll say why don't you come over and sit by the fire i think we should all sit around some fire right now and warm up and collect ourselves that's yes? a good idea yeah okay come and i sort of try to shuffle some people over okay um and she she comes over to the fire and just sort of sits cross-legged near it she glances over at everything else that's going on with a, a kind of keen eye and then goes back to the fire can, do you all can, want can to take, take a short rest, rest? Yeah, yeah, let's i would like to take a little that. meditation here <laughs> recover <sighs> some things that i used a little willy nilly mm-hmm. <laughs> sounds nice I guess I'll roll some hit I'll dice. Roll Why not? Okay. Sure, yeah. Only one needed. Nice. Nice. Are there runes in this room as well? Along the edges? Yeah. Yes. Again, very low light, but they're there. But there's only the ones around the edges, not like in the in yeah, the yeah. central hall, they're all in the center yeah. too. And here it's just along the edge. Is it a language or is it I guess I wouldn't know. Um <laughs> make an intelligence check. Or, I guess, is it a language that I know? <laughs> no, it's not a language um, I know. Ten. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't have the structure of a language. It's consistent, but you can see that there there doesn't seem to be, like, any sort of sentence structure or even repeating forms. Characters. Yeah. Okay. Once I feel like everyone has sort of recouped a little bit and recovered, I'll, like, cross my arms a bit and be like, So, uh, Regent, sir, mm-hmm. um... He's probably not awake. Is he, is he awake? <laughs> I mean, if you guys are taking a short rest, no. <laughs> I was like waiting until he's going to sleep. But like, like, you can you can go like recovering. shake him awake if you yeah. want. <laughs> so cruel. <laughs> oh, I didn't want to shake him awake. I, I was waiting until everyone was sort of like has recouped some. Yeah, okay. at the end of the I, short rest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally fair. I, um, it, it's more if there's the not the a hour. ton of activity and he's lying prone, he's probably gonna pass out. He's gonna pass out. Okay. Like this is not him going unconscious. This is just him. Going to sleep. Taking a nap. 
Well, okay, yeah. Um, He's been in a lot. On the other hand, he does have information that you might need, so mm-hmm. like uh, so you can make a call. Towards the end of the hour, as we're finishing up <laughs> our resting, um, I'll be like, "So, uh, Regent, sir, I'm sorry. Um, does he does he move to that or no. anything? <laughs> Would you? I believe you're the one that has information that we need. Would you care to explain uh, why we are here, where we are, and and I look at him sort of knowingly so um, yeah very pointedly he doesn't move or acknowledge any of this and uh, as you sort of keep talking this dark kind of angry look passes over lady o'creed's face and she rolls over grabs the regent's shoulder and just shakes him oh. um and and he he like bites back to consciousness hey, hey, that's my like patient. Like, get up Tibble just starts howling with laughter <laughs> We need, we need answers. Answer her. What? Say it again. Oh, can you please explain why we are here, sir? Because I don't think anyone else here knows except for you and I right now, and everyone else needs to know. Wait, what do you know? (sighs) This is ridiculous that you have this in your country as well. This is why I left Viltford, to get away from this bullshit. Underground tunnels? No, no, this. And I guess I gesture around to like to the rooms and and just like the the look of the place. Like this, this where we are right now. You think we are in the castle? A castle. We're in a structure. It is not the castle, sir. And you hear this low groaning from the the regent as he kind of like gets his bearings a little bit and he props it himself up. We we, we are actually below Tatchton Castle. We are indeed. We are, yes, but we're a lot farther beneath it than... And he, he sighs and leans back and looks around, like, considering. And then sort of looks back at you, Farlina, and says, It might help if you give your explanation of what you think is happening and I can fill in. Well, that's just cheap. He doesn't want to tell us anything that you don't know already. I mean, I don't care. I can tell you. I, it, it, no, he, he doesn't want to share with us what he knows. No, I don't. Not with you. I can understand that. That's actually a fair point. <laughs> I wonder who sides y'all are on. We are on no one's sides right now. We are just we have had stranded. 20 minutes to try and pick sides. <laughs> <laughs> From what I can tell, this looks very similar to what I have seen in Viltfer. To what we deal with there, it has uh, many names. Most people call it the in-betweens. In between what? That is the question, really. In between what? Where are you? We don't really know. This is already philosophical. <laughs> I know. This is why I left to get away from this. <laughs> <laughs> the regent kind of smiles at that, actually, as much as he can, and and does he pulls himself up to a fully seated position? Am I, am I wrong, sir? We're not in the in-betweens, but your comparison to Viltfer is apt. This isn't the in-betweens, but it's designed to keep it out. Oh, wonderful. Yes, let's keep out the enormous magical source of power from coming and stepping on your castle. Yes? Is that the intent? Viltfer does it all the time. Mm-hmm. What now? <laughs> Do you not know of this? No. Oh, okay. Well, it's, you see, Viltfer is halfway between the in-betweens, 
and it is contained within... Marty, we're, we're getting into the problem of definitions again. There's a bubble around Viltfer to keep things in and keep things out. Before right. you know it, they'll be putting bubbles up around here too. And then what am I supposed to do? Right, so you're saying it's in between the in-betweens. I don't really know. Oh. Are there in-betweens between the in-betweens and the in-betweens? <laughs> no. There's in and there's out. And we are out. For now. For now. Hmm. But I think I know what's made you feel that we were in the in-betweens, and that's because we were briefly. I think that's how we ended up down so far. You see, this this place has existed beneath Tapton's capital for ages, long before it was a capital, I think. I have to be honest, I'm new to all of this, a newish. But there is a shortcut to get down here. The only other way to get this far beneath the city is through a tunnel that emerges closer to Gauntler. Where the, the collapsed hallway was, if you follow that for a very long time, that emerges miles and miles outside of the city's edge. But right now we are directly beneath the castle. We just took a shortcut to get this far beneath. Hmm. The tunnels, Balo, that you went through, those are between here and the, the castle. They're closer to the surface. All right, well, those, those, were, those were a cake to navigate, so we can get out there. If we can get up to them, yes. Well, perfect. You know tunnels. Maybe you can help get us through here as well. Of course, of course. You know where we are? Well, no, but... Cool. No, he came through the... Uh, the I came through, I came through the, 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 the regular tunnels. Yeah. It's a three-tiered cake. He went through the second tier. The castle's on the, the top, and we're on the bottom. I see. So the castle is cake or it's the cake topper? It's the cake. But also the cake topper. Mm. <laughs> I do think I get the analogy. <laughs> and the just nods and back. Farlena genuinely chuckles. <laughs> but that was helpful. Well then, what, what is Where are the stairs to the second tier? <laughs> Lots of questions. So it's not stairs. It's a pathway. A shortcut through the in-betweens that we've been exploiting to get down this far for uh, at least the past couple of years. I don't know if the previous owners of this castle, the, the previous king, did the same thing. It's unclear how aware he was of all of this. So it's not a stairway, and unfortunately we fell through it, and now it's surrounded by rubble and what looked to me like collapsed abjuration magic. We can try to climb back to it, but I don't think it's safe out there at this moment. There are areas further in to this temple that we've explored. Some may lead out, but we've not had a chance to, to delve this as deeply as we would like. Well. And he, he turns to his side and looks over at the wall to his, his right. And there you see another one of the doors, like the, the one that you managed to pry open. This one is completely sealed. And it too has one of the, the sort of metallic pads with the hexagonal um, indentation to its uh, right. There's ways to get deeper in, but we need a key first. And unfortunately, I don't have mine. I think we had one around here. And as he sort of looks around, his, his eyes narrow a little bit. And he's like, this looks like it's been tossed. It's, it's just slightly disturbed. There's a look to it like it wasn't left the way it was meant to be. And suddenly, even more so than before, the region just looks on edge. 
and wary as he's looking around. I turn to, to did I notice this, I guess? Yeah. yeah, okay. We're all looking at him. All right. And I turn to Tybalt and I say, would your people have come through here? There was a blown tunnel back there that looked like it was closed off. What about oh. this group you were with that came here, allegedly? Well, no, I mean, we were we were in those caves and we didn't we didn't blow anything up. I mean, we were trying to be we were trying to be quiet. You just moved through them. Mhm. Okay. So none of absolutely none of this is familiar to you. Uh, nope. Okay. Do I think he's telling the truth that he didn't blow anything up? Make a, um, an insight check. Yay. You can roll against that. Natural 20. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll still roll against I'll, it. It's but... possible. Ugh, 11. Okay. What does he see? Uh, yeah, no, we didn't, we didn't blow anything up in our, to gain access to those tunnels. We, we had quieter moons, but, you know, maybe explosions would have been involved. You didn't blow anything up, but explosions may have been involved. Yeah. <laughs> there, there may have been explosives with us. <clears throat> this is like a this is like a congressional hearing answer. <laughs> Using the passive voice, yeah. mistakes were made. <laughs> explosives were on our bodies. <laughs> okay, unrelated to anything else that was happening. Okay. Oh, um, I go to the region and I say this. All of this, like collapsing that is occurring whatever that explosion was do you think it has anything to do with him and i point to uh tybalt and and his people like it seems like a fairly easy connection to make but i'm wondering uh what you know his expression doesn't change but he looks over at tybalt and says i think they're at least partially related but he can prove me wrong and sort of leans back a little bit um, make a perception check. Not good. Three. Okay. <laughs> All right. She's not the one to do those. <laughs> she was the one involved. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we're in a spot to be moving from here but, right away. But we need to move soon. You said. Uh, I don't uh, know if these two can move yet. Mm. Too injured. I see. I turn to the regent again and say, "You said there's a key we need to get out of here." It should have been in this room. Nobody else has access, so we didn't have to, to hide it too far. But And he looks over at the, the cabinet. It might be in there. I don't know. I don't know where Force of Pain left it. And that was the cabinet that Valen searched earlier. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, that shocked <laughs> that him. Shocked him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I didn't notice that, so I'll go over oh. there. Okay. Wait, like... uh, it kind of shocked me earlier. Like, not hurt shock, but like... What do you mean shock you? It made my arm numb? I don't know. Hmm. Okay. Can I go over it and like and investigate it some? I want to sure. check them out as well. Yeah. Make an investigation check. Okay. Uh, seventeen. Okay. As you're you're looking over it, uh, you can see in the the slightly uh, a dar- ajar door, sort of along the inside edges, uh, that there's what look like the basis of a very very simple electricity charm that just is there to sort of. Tell people to back off. Um, Sorry, buddy. But you can also see it looking closer to where the the lock is, that there's different runes etched around the lock. Uh, It looks like maybe the lock is is secured with more than just metal. Uh, Well, uh, look under here. This is why you got shocked by it. Someone made it shock you. Hmm. Yeah. 
Well, funny how that works, magic. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> Dang. <laughs> um, wow. Can Leave the poor I... man alone. Just got shocked. Can I like? Can Ow. I? Can I scratch away the the rune for the uh, the for the little electri- electricity charm? What are you using to scratch it away? Um, I'll hold up my trusty crowbar. <laughs> it's uh, the most useful tool we've got. <laughs> you're not wrong. Uh, I was just gonna take a stone from the ground, okay, and try and like disrupt it. And we have civilization. We have tools. Oh shit! It might shock me though. <laughs> um, make it, well since you win it, you're gonna go ahead and you're do that. Do make a dexterity saving throw. Yes. <laughs> Um, six. Ow! Oh. <laughs> just like you see, you can watch the the very like dim runes just zip sort of towards you, a blue light crawling through them, and then your whole arm is numb. And it's just like, oh come on! Ah. And the the rock you're holding sort of falls out of um numb fingers to the ground. So I didn't scratch it off, did I? Okay. All right. Uh, Tibbles. Nope. Can anyone get rid of this for me, please? Uh, Tibbles gonna pick up his quarter staff okay. and um, cast Shillelay on it. Okay. <laughs> um, so from from your perspective, uh, chitinous growths appear on the end and fungal growths, fungal and chitinous growths. It's a little gross looking, and I'm gonna try and whack it a couple times. <laughs> try and beat this cabinet into submission. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, go ahead and make an attack roll. Uh, thirteen. Okay. Oh no, no, that's a nat one. <laughs> oh, plus twelve. Uh, no, plus. The, see, I thought it was a seven. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my, oh my god, that we're would, set. That'd be fascinating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you you swing at it and realize that Farlene is still like standing, sort of in the the way of um. You hit me. you uh, you managed to sort of duck underneath it, but to your perspective, it looks like he came swinging at you with what the hell, man? Stop. You, you asked me to help. I didn't ask you okay, to hit me. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, actually, I'll look back at the regent. N- no magic at all or just on you? What's the... Just not on me, please. I, I can't tell if that's... I still shouldn't. Okay. Um, it'll be fine. <laughs> I will I will dispel magic on this rune. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> all of these other means <laughs> are blown up are, in are not, I'm not doing us so well. <laughs> Uh, you do um, so, and you get a, a nice little two for one. Um, as you see, not only also the, the arcane, exactly yeah. the the runes along the inside with the the minor shock charm, but also the arcane lock. Um, sort of fizzle. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Maybe a less brutish approach. I appreciate it. I open the drawer. Okay. Inside of the cabinet, you find an assortment of objects. You find a stack of papers, sort of loose, not tied into any sort of journal or book that seem to be a stack of notes that somebody has loosely arranged within this cabinet. You find a, an assortment of artifacts as well. It looks like, you know, small statues, pieces of stone, just objects of note that must have been found in this area because they are all placed carefully within this cabinet and also loosely labeled. In addition to that, you find some provisions, basically dried goods meant to last anybody that maybe has to stay down here an extra day. Uh, These are there in order to allow them to do so without repercussion. And finally, you do find a flat piece of stone. Um, It's almost gym-like. It's very polished. And it is hexagonal in shape. This looks like the thing you were looking for. I pull it out. And I shout over to the regent and say, Is this what we need? And I hold it up and kind of wave it a little bit. His head lolls sideways slightly, but he... 
smiles a little bit and nods his head. Yeah, that looks like the thing. Okay, excellent. Does this involve any sort of the special process for putting into the into the door? Or do you just, you know, like, put it in like a key? As you were saying that, I would like you to make a... I'm gonna say sleight of hand check. Why? Okay. Um, Maybe, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna change my mind. Dexterity saving throw. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. 20. All right. As you're sort of holding up this object um, to, to show it off to the regent, you feel a tug on it and your arm sort of slides backwards and you, you keep your grip on this, this piece as something pulls it, jostles it. You have to oh. grab it with your second hand. You look around, you don't see anything. What's the dwarf woman up to? She's sitting by the fire, but she has been watching you all do this, and she's did looking any, over. Did anybody mm. notice that happen, or? Uh, everyone roll perception checks. Well, she, yeah, she got like a 20, right? So. I got a 20, yeah. Um, oh, actually, 23 for a saving throw. 15. Oh, there's a deck saving throw. 21. So what I can say is all of you saw something happen. You all saw um, Farlina hold up this key and something tug it. It almost looked like Farlina like got pulled backwards. Towards the cabinet? Uh, no, towards the, the main hall. Oh. Like not towards the door? No, towards to the, the, the open door to the main hall, not towards the, the locked door within the room. Oh. Hmm. There's the open door. Um... I'm going to do something very aggressive and okay. cast Fairy Fire sort of in the general direction of where I think. Okay. Because <laughs> doesn't, doesn't it reveal... Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. You do so. Uh, and I'm going to assume you do that pretty instantaneously. Yeah, like pretty instantaneously, like outside of the door. Yeah. Maybe, maybe like a little bit just on the inside, just if there was something, something Absolutely. visible. Um, as you do so, you detect movement. Something gets hit by your Fairy Fire. It kind of sticks to it. It doesn't need to make a save because it's it got caught in it. You did that pretty quickly. Holy so, wow. shit! Yeah. Um, but it's small. It's it's minuscule. It's like mm-hmm. like probably the the size of like two fingers. It's very small. Oh. oh. Hmm. Um. Oh. I yeah. It's but it's still lit up. Gonna gonna. And just... it darts back into the main hall. Oh. Yeah, I'm gonna chase after it. Oh, what the, where are you going? On top of the. The now pretty omnipresent, very quiet uh, tinnitus ring is the only way I can I can describe it. This this single held note, you hear light, less chuckling, from the main hall, <laughs> echoing in the the vast space. Uh, I'll just sort of stand by the door and just kind of wave my quarterstaff and just can I can I see where where it went? You you saw it basically dart into the main hall and take a right towards the rest of the hall. To your left, there's not much space. It's the, the big portcullis door, mm-hmm. but it's blocked with stone. Really, okay. there's only space to the right. Okay. And that's where it went. Uh, I don't I don't quite want to go chasing after this by myself. Uh, uh do I, I go over to Jonathan and I say, here, and I give him the key and, because he, is he just laying down? He's just laying down. Oh. So he's, he, he is now holding it. Uh, apparently something just tried to steal this from me, and then I go follow Tibbles. Okay, that actually is accurate. So, as he's sort of fumbling it, trying to, to get a, a good hold, a grasp of it, it levitates in the air and starts Shit. flying towards the door. Shit! You hear another high-pitched Shit! Tackle. I take off after it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jonathan, like, he, he grasps after it, but he just, he was not ready, and also he does not really fully have his faculties together. Shit. Um, it goes 
flinging out into the main hall. It clatters to the floor and then begins dragging along the floor into the, the vast empty space to your right. It's dragging the key thing? It's like yeah, being dragged? It's just being dragged along the floor. It'll like hop into the air and then start Is it lit again. up by fairy fire in some way? Nope. nope. Oh, it's just, I see that it's... Uh, yeah, uh, another, another one. Um, um, okay, I'm going to cast... Um, how far away is it from me if I'm like chasing after it? If you immediately chase after it, probably within 10 feet. All right, I'm gonna cast Mage Hand and try and pull it back from it. Okay. Uh, Make a dexterity check. Okay. Natural 20. <laughs> All right, you grab it and it's being pulled and you're holding back and it's being pulled and you're holding back. Like it, it's caught in mid air now, but it's definitely whatever still has it, has it. So Tybalt is gonna just jump in and just start swinging. Okay. <laughs> swinging his, his stats sort of at where if 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 the stone is in the middle and where where Farlina is, kind of like the opposite side, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're gonna try and hit it. Yeah, all right. Yeah, right. right. just kind of kind of swing swinging a little wildly, but you know. And I'm like, I'll shout, let go, let go. Okay. At it. Uh, you do so. Um, make an attack roll at disadvantage. Yeah. Just go ahead and go for it. Yeah. Um. Ooh, nice. Seventeen. And- 18. Oh, 23. 23. Okay. And you it's, hit. um, I have Shillelagh so it doesn't matter. Fair enough. You hit something. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh. the key falls to the ground. It's still in, uh, Farlina's mage hand's grasp. Although, actually, make a, make a dexterity check just to see whether you were able to avoid hitting. Oh, hitting the thing as well. Hand. Yep. Oh. Uh, <laughs> 20. Okay. And then, <laughs> yes. yeah, you managed to swat it on that side. Um, and it goes clattering to the ground. It skids, sort of still in Farlina's mage hand's grasp, um, up against one of the pieces of large orange glass and kind of clatters against it before it lies still. I want to pick it up with the Get mage it. hand and p- pull it back over to me as quickly as possible. Okay. Yeah. Right, come over to her. As you do so, you reach towards it and suddenly the air is singing around you. It's like static music. It's like very distant, distorted song. And the air almost tingles against your skin. I'm gonna need you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Is it her or is it an area? Uh, it's an area, so who's close uh, to uh, uh, Probably, probably me as well. Okay, so was, are you all running towards it at the same time? Her. All right, all of you. Are you still in the room, Valen? You haven't left, right? The break room. You're still uh, in the break room? Yeah, I think I'm still in the room. Okay, Okay, so no. it's us. Yeah. Wisdom. Probably a good thing. Wisdom yeah. save. Yeah, w- wisdom save. <laughs> Uh, Farlina got 14. Okay. Natural 20. Nice. Um, Tybalt got, um, 13. All right. Um, you all feel this presence around you. Your, your head almost fills with fog and static, and then you snap out of it and you stutter backwards, looking around. You all resist the effects, but I think it's time to roll initiative. Oh, Oh, shit! Oh, man! Yay! Thank you for listening to In Betweens, Episode 3. In Betweens was written by Gina Smith, starring Gina Smith, Allison Mann, Gus Ireland, Evan Falco, and Victor Mann. The music was composed, orchestrated, and recorded by Jacob Ryan Smith. D&D Major was created by Gina Smith, Jacob Ryan Smith, and Allison Mann. If you're interested in supporting the creators and future productions, consider donating to our Patreon at patreon.com slash or to see our Let's Plays and other projects, subscribe to our YouTube channel, Short One Gaming. 